This is a 980 CKNW podcast. We have been talking about the convention taking place in Halifax. The Liberal Party convention is ongoing this weekend. But before things even got started, there was a rejection of a party proposal to decriminalize all drugs. And this is something we've heard the Prime Minister talk about before, saying he was drawing the line at legalizing marijuana, but not going that further step to decriminalize harder drugs. Well, joining us on the line to talk a bit more about this is Bill Bogart, an international expert on reducing the harm of risky behavior. And uh, he's also uh, published uh, and uh, published eight books, uh, including Permit But Discourage and Off the Street Legalizing Drugs. Uh, Bill Bogart, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Thanks for having me on. Uh, what is your take on the uh, rejection by uh, our federal government in Canada saying uh, that uh, decriminalizing drugs is not uh, on the agenda? Well, you know, I think there were developments at the uh, convention. Um, the decri- decriminalization resolution uh, was amongst the 30 that were debated, and uh, once the votes for ta- were taken, it, was, it resulted in being at uh, the top. It was number three. So, in fact, um, there's now going to be pressure on the party leaders to do something about this issue. Uh, just because it, it received uh, that kind of vote doesn't, of course, make it official party policy, but it certainly gives it momentum. And, you know, I, I don't think that uh, Prime Minister Trudeau is, uh, any, is in a position any longer to simply just say no. Um, now, of course, this doesn't mean that decriminalization is going to happen overnight by any means. Uh, It's a tough and complicated uh, subject, but I do think it puts uh, more pressure on the government to uh, do more to uh, bring this horrible opioid plague under control, and that's really the central mission here. Uh, There's a lot of talk about the model in Portugal and uh, the idea of adopting a model like that here. Is that something, do you think that would work in Canada? Well, I, uh, I don't see why it wouldn't, uh, meaning, um, you know, decriminalization says, look, you'll no longer be subject to criminal sanctions simply for personal uh, possession and uh, use. And um, uh, Portugal, 15 years ago, had a horrible drug uh, epidemic on its hands. People were dying of overdoses and all sorts of nasty stuff. And they implemented uh, decriminalization along with social supports, and that's that's very important. And um, the, the 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 rates of deaths from drug overdoses went down. The rates of HIV infection went down. Uh, there was no spike in drug consumption. Kids were protected. The country didn't become a uh, haven for drug tourism. In other words, people going to Portugal just to take drugs. And, of course, the resources that uh, had to be used to um, engage the criminal system uh, had, could be diverted to more constructive purposes. So the short answer is, uh, yes, I think it could work here. One of the, the arguments being made against that is saying that, well, healthcare is federal. It's really the provinces that decide how to spend the healthcare dollars and how to administer healthcare, and that would make it a bit of a patchwork across the country. Well, I, you know, I'm not sure what people uh, mean by that, meaning 
um, you know, the federal government has the capacity to remove criminal sanction from for drug use and consumption. Uh, yes, then the uh, health initiatives in the province might vary. And, of course, I don't think anyone is suggesting this move shouldn't be done um, it, without consultation with the provinces. But, uh, you know, I, I think certainly in uh, B.C., we see uh, the B.C. provincial governments taking <clears throat> very interesting initiatives to get this matter under control. And uh, as indicated by uh, your Vancouver City Council and your mayor, they would welcome um, initiatives around decriminalization because they formed the judgment that uh, that would help efforts to uh, get the opioid, to contain the opioid epidemic. And when we talk about, uh, and, and I tend to agree, when we look at the model in Portugal, yes, it's a very different country, but what they did in Portugal worked, it seemed to work. And you mentioned as well the social aspect of this. Is it, it's, and maybe that's where people think it's just this idea of decriminalizing everything and it being a free-for-all. Uh, but what about the, the part of this in that giving people a choice? If you come before a drug court, you have the choice to go to rehab or you have the choice to go to jail. You, you, it's not as though the idea is we're decriminalizing this, keep doing your drugs, and that's the end of it. The the end goal should still be, shouldn't it, to stop doing the drugs? Oh, yeah. No, no. Listen, I, I, I don't think that any, I'm not aware of any public health expert that says, oh, yeah, you know, there's no, drugs aren't uh, harmful. It's just, what, people should just do whatever they want to do. I mean, all you have to do is, is, uh, look at the opioid ec- epidemic and realize the h- horrible harm that that drugs can do. Um, and yes, there are these uh, you know drug courts where people are offered treatment instead of uh, a jail and all all that. But but I think if you look at the record of those drug courts, there's all sorts of uh, problems with their effectiveness in actually getting people off drugs. And and you know it's still done in the shadow of criminal sanctions. And I mean, one of the concerns I, that that health experts have is, you know, not before people get involved with the criminal justice system. Um, in order to avoid that, they go off, do drugs by themselves, do do it, uh, do it in in hidden places, and that's that's uh, a situation that's ripe for then people overdosing, not being able to get help, and, and therefore dying. I mean, we, w- we want to remove the sanction of the stigma around drug use so that people come forward and get help, and, and the kind of help, Jill, that, that, that's good for them, if you know what I'm saying. That, that, that Many of these drug users need a pe- period of stabilization where they, they, they say, look, you know, this is not about getting you the drug, off the drugs right away. This is about helping you and getting you stabilized, getting you on drugs that are not going to poison you. And then, you know, we'll take it from there. And that's very difficult to do uh, when in the shadow of, of criminal sanctions. All right. Well, Bill, we'll have to leave it there. We could uh, talk at this, uh, talk about this much, much more, but we're out of time. But uh, I really appreciate uh, you joining us to talk about this morning, uh, talk about this. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me on. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app. 
TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.